Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. You guys, it is 2022. What the heck? The whole year has gone by and here we are. So I'm going to start off this year talking about ways that we can be kind to ourselves and why we sometimes have difficulty with this whole concept. And it's something that comes up for a lot of my clients. It comes up for myself. And I wanted to share some ways to get around the blocks that can come up when we think of how to treat ourselves well, or what it even means to come up with a list of kind things to do for ourselves. So most of us are told like pretty generic advice, which is, you know, take it easy, take some time for yourself, do something nice. What does that even mean? And do we even feel worthy of that sometimes? And can we even receive it? When we're not feeling capable of receiving kindness, coming up with kind things to do is one of those impossible tasks. So we kind of go into default mode, which is I'll just sit and stare at a wall or I'll turn on Netflix or whatever I usually do to tune out. And I'll assume that that's being kind to myself, even though it really isn't. It's just kind of a default setting and it's not actively being kind. Perhaps it's not actively being unkind to yourself either, which I suppose is really the bonus of that kind of automatic response. However, if you're looking to upgrade your experience of life, if you're looking to connect with yourself, connect with other people, being kind usually takes some consciousness to it. It requires actually being present and engaged. And when we think of doing kindness for others, we think of actually doing something And perhaps the block comes up when you think like, I don't want to actively do something for myself that feels selfish. So what I recommend in that case, and what I've been practicing myself is that when it feels difficult to do something nice or kind for myself, I actually start to think about what would I do that's kind for someone else? How can I be kind and use that as the vehicle or the gateway to experience kindness, which then in effect is being kind to me. So being kind to my cat, being kind, I have a pet snake, like actually remembering to spend some conscious time with these creatures, what would they want and put myself kind of in their experience and say, what does, you know, Miss Mabel love? What does this cat really want right now? And it's like, oh, she wants attention. She wants to be pet. She wants to play some games. She probably wants me to feed her some extra food. So I'm going to take the time to do that. Being kind to her is also, you know, taking care of basic needs, which always gets done, but to do it with a sense of appreciation, like not resentment, not automatic, like, oh, I have to clean your litter box, but recognizing like I'm doing this thing for this creature that needs to be done that she can't do for herself. And that is a kindness. 
And as I'm doing that, appreciating how much my cat appreciates it, as silly as that is. So, you know, you can tell like she's purring. She loves to snuggle. She wants to chase little mice. She's really excited if I go near the fridge and I get her her food. And then I just experience that appreciation along with her, not on her behalf, but with her. And that feels nice. So then I try to translate it and go like, wow, if I was that excited about the food that I'm getting, what what would it be? Is there something that I'm really craving right now? And to allow myself to treat myself to that. Because again, like I'm the vehicle that can make that happen. And that can be an easy way for me to find where kindness can start to begin in those difficult moments. There's always like the generic list, go take a hot shower, make yourself some hot tea. And I find that sometimes doing that by rote, it's an action to take. Is it kind? I guess it can be. I think the whole point of trying to do nice things for yourself is so that you actually feel them and can appreciate them. But what do we do when we can't really appreciate the nice thing that we're trying to do for ourselves or we feel bad about it? Because that's certainly happened to me in the past as well. And I think it does keep coming back to what can I do that uplifts someone else as well as just me? Because it kind of short circuits the feeling bad about doing something nice. If I know that I'm doing something and it's uplifting someone else in my life, it's not selfish anymore. It's harder for me to label the action as selfish anymore. And that can short circuit the, you don't deserve this part of my brain that's speaking up. So I would encourage anyone listening, if you're having trouble doing something nice for yourself, start thinking about what you can do that benefits someone else. And then also notice how much it actually benefits you too. Notice if your brain wants to tell you like, that's not allowed because it's benefiting you you're being so selfish. And just for this once, tell that part of your brain to just settle down, (laughs) just settle down. It's just a thought you are allowed to also enjoy things that you're doing. You're allowed to appreciate things that you're doing, even if you're doing them for other people, you're allowed to enjoy that experience. And if you do something that's nice for yourself and other people benefit, then that's freaking fantastic and do the hell out of that stuff. And what I've come to realize over the years is that almost all the time, if you're doing something for yourself in order to be a better person or to just be happier, almost always you actually are benefiting the people around you, particularly if you're doing it, remembering them while you're doing it. So if you're taking a class and you're improving a skill for yourself, if you're thinking about other people while you're doing it, you're thinking how you can help them with this knowledge or how you can help them with your newfound kindness or your newfound just general happiness, being happy around them helps them. You start to notice that as you take care of yourself, as you fill up your own cup, you really are more available to help. The bar is raised for you and everyone around you. So it's like you're, you know, the rising tide that lifts all the boats. And when you think of it as a burden and that like, oh God, I have to be the ocean and lift everybody. That's really hard. But if you're like, you know, I just really want to do this thing because it's fun. Then it becomes more like surfing. It's more like you're riding a wave. And while you're up there, you're grabbing the hand of someone next to you and helping them ride the wave too. 
Isn't that so much more fun than feeling like you have the burden of being the ocean? Like, let's all just be happy little surfers helping other people get on their boards and go out there and have a great time. Ah, that was a nice, nice moment that I thought of there. (laughs) Oh, so when it's hard, when you're thinking, gosh, do I really even have the time to take to sit down and read this book? Or when you sit down to read the book and it feels like it's a chore or gosh, this was on my list to do. I had to read some pages to feel like I'm getting ahead in life. It's okay to stop and go, this actually isn't filling me up. This isn't being kind to myself and punishing myself with this action. The nice question to ask or the kind question to ask yourself is what would it take to enjoy this? And then let your brain come up with all of the things. And it might surprise you with what it comes up with. It might say, I I don't want to read this. I hate this. This is stupid. Let's stop reading books. Or it might say, I can't do that because I haven't like cleaned the bathtub yet or whatever it is. It'll let you know what your mind has actually been harping on this whole time. So you can use it as this opportunity to notice what's actually going on underneath the surface, to notice what's actually been running the show for you this whole time and what's been getting in the way of being in this nice flow where you're riding the wave and what's actually been your undertow and pulling you down under it. So once you notice it, you can go, oh, okay, that's what that is. And then you get to make a decision. You can go, oh, is this actually important? If I just handle it right now and get it done, can I give myself a break and like be okay reading this book? Would it be fun then? And the answer might be, yeah, actually, that would be pretty great. So then now you have options. You go do the thing. You come back, you read the book. Or you might go, I don't, I don't need to worry about that right now. That chore can wait. So I don't need to listen to this part of my brain that's bossing me around and taking me down. And I can just enjoy this. And something that's so interesting as human beings, right, is that we constantly have a mental dialogue about what's going on, what we're thinking, what it means. We are meaning building machines. And as we start to explore what our thoughts are, as we're doing things, we'll just start to notice like we're having them all the time. The more you do it, the more capable you become of just becoming a friend or at least a companion to all the noise in your head, all these thoughts that are coming up. And the more you're capable of being with them, the easier it is to enjoy whatever you're doing. The easier it is to be kind and to be present, to go, oh, I'm being kind to myself and this voice is coming up. And being kind means honoring that sometimes I feel like crap and don't want to do things. Sometimes it means doing something that I know I enjoy, even though in the moment, I'm just so resistant to doing that, but I can be with that resistance. And as I'm with it, it starts to dissipate. And then I realize, ah, okay, finally, I've broken through that wall that was there. And I'm, you know, still doing the thing that I wanted to do. And now finally, it feels okay. And it now is a reward. I think we have this misconception that kindness is always easy or that kindness always feels good. And what if we just set that aside and said, you know what? Kindness is not necessarily what feels good. It just isn't. Kindness is what cares. Kindness is caring about yourself. It's giving yourself nourishment. 
And it's about acknowledging what you need and giving yourself the best response that you can, even if it doesn't feel amazing in the moment. Just like, you know, taking care of an open wound, like you have to kind of scrub it out sometimes. And if you didn't, it wouldn't be kind. Like when my child gets a big scrape and you have to clean it out, we clean it out so it doesn't get infected. In the moment, she's begging us not to do it, right? Like, don't do it. And she thinks kindness would be to leave her alone and let her just have this festering, dirty wound. But we know better. The kind thing is to clean it out. So just like that, when you're hitting resistance to being nice to yourself, to taking a moment of a break, to figuring out what it is that's kind, sit with it for a moment and really feel into that. What is best for me? What would be good? And does it feel good in this moment or do I just not know how to do it yet? Is it just uncomfortable because I haven't given myself an opportunity to try this out yet? Because all new things are uncomfortable and they're weird and awkward. If you haven't been kind to yourself, if you don't make time for yourself often, it can feel really bleh to sit with yourself for any length of time and give yourself attention or do something outside of your ordinary routine. It's still kind to do it because it's expanding the possibility for yourself. It's giving yourself a break. It's giving yourself an opportunity to recharge. So really, I think the whole point of this recording is to question what does kindness have to feel like in order for it to be kind? And I would say it feels however it feels, and that's okay. And we all are ultimately the deciders of what's best for us and what we need and what we can accept. And as we are able to expand our definition of what's acceptable and what we're allowed to receive, that's healthy, that's kind, we're more often able to experience it. My friends, I am wishing you a lot of kindness this week. I know that as the new year rolls, we're off to the races. Everybody has new year's resolutions, things that you want to accomplish this year. We're all recovering from Christmas and new year's and the pandemic is I'm sure by now crazy. I record these a little in advance, so I'm expecting it to be bananas. I hope that all of you are healthy and well and handling life particularly in these times, particularly when it gets crazy. It's okay to take a pause, to be kind to yourself, to make the decision that feels right, even if it's awkward, even if it's unusual for you, even if it doesn't necessarily feel immediately wonderful. Because being kind means taking that long-term view and understanding what feels great long-term I'm wishing you long-term happiness, sustainable joy, just goodness for this whole year and all of our years ahead. If you have any ideas about ways to show kindness to yourself when it gets tough, please reach out and share them. I would love to share them. I have a private group on Facebook called Permission Granted. You can request to join and share your kindness ideas, your kindness comments in there. It's a great way to. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.